Hello, I'm Llewellyn King, the host of White House Chronicle. The subject before the House today is the unbanked, the plight of people who do not have a credit card, do not have a bank account, and in many ways are stateless people within the society. They have the right papers, but they don't have the right access to all the benefits of society. And there are an incredible 40 plus million people who are unbanked. I can tell you, you can't use an Uber or a Lyft. It's very hard to register in a hotel. In fact, you're almost immobilized. Try buying an airline ticket online without a bank account. It cannot be done. To discuss this, I'm joined by Linda Gasparello, the co-host of this program and its producer, and by Kevin Kohi, who is the chairman, president, and principal owner of United One Bank. Kevin, welcome to the broadcast. And One United Bank, tell us what that is and how it works and what it is doing for the African-American community, particularly for those who go under the broad band of unbanked. Well, One United Bank is the largest Black-owned financial institution in the country. What makes it unique is it has a nationwide customer base. It's, it's a combination of a financial technology platform and an FDIC insured commercial bank. So it's a fintech, if you will, that's actually a bank. But what makes it special is its reach and its ability to affect broader society. It's, uh, it's, it's one of the most well-known brands in Black America, and its customer base encompasses everybody from the political and social elite to, to the people who are making the important decisions that affect the way Black Americans think about life. So it's, it's a institution of social change, if you will. And uh, can you have an account at it? Can somebody walk into a branch as traditionally with a Brits and mortar bank and open an account or savings account or checking account or maybe apply for a mortgage? You could, you could do all, anything that you could do at a normal branch-based bank, you can do. We do have branches in Boston. We have branches in Los Angeles. We have branches in Miami. But where the growth is in the business and, and where the change is play, taking place in financial services is people desire technology in their financial services. They, they want the ability to be able to do things like make peer-to-peer -peer payments, use things like Cash, App, Inmo, Zelle. They wanna be able to pay their bills. They wanna be able to participate in things like cash back programs. They wanna be able to track their spending on an ongoing basis. And so technology, technology has changed financial services forever. Banking as we knew it is dead, it's disco, it's a wrap, it's over. And so we all have to face that technology is it, uh, wonderful things in, in so many ways. It's, it's innovating financial services, it's making financial services better. It's, it's, moving to, it's moving banks to the position of being able to increase your financial wellness. The, they, they, the banks are now in a position because of technology to make you better off financially. They never really have been that in that position before. All they were doing before was taking in money, storing it, and giving you a loan, usually at not the best rate available. Technology has changed all that. So that's what makes these so, such interesting times. 
Kevin, what is the percentage of Black Americans who are unbanked or underbanked, and why are they un unbanked or underbanked? Well, I, I'd say 80% are what you would call underbanked. And, that, and that's because, it, it, because in order to be well-banked, historically, you had to be wealthy because a banker was not going to pay attention to you unless you had substantial amounts of money to take out many different kinds of loans and to put in many kind of money into many kind of deposit programs. So you couldn't get the attention of a banker. It was, it was, it was something reserved for the elite in society. That technology is changing that. It's bringing the concept of a banker, which you can really talk about in the terms of being a financial literacy, if you will. Having that relationship with that banker who would sit there and talk to you is a form of financial literacy. Technology is allowed, it allows us to share financial literacy on a much broader basis. And, and that's the kind of thing that One United Bank does. If you go back to Juneteenth Day that just passed, our one transaction program reached close to 100,000 people. It was, it, was a, it was a virtual financial literacy conference that used influencers who knew how to who know how to talk in everyday language to improve people's understanding of finance. So so you're so you're going from a world and a, a profession that was made for elites and therefore money stayed concentrated amongst the elites to technology making these services available on a much, much broader basis. And that's going to change society. Things like the racial wealth gap. That, that that's the type of thing that moves you towards closing things like the racial wealth gap. How are you going to bring people in from the gap, from the far side of the gap, if they don't have a lot of computer literacy, maybe they don't have broadband, uh, and they're very dependent on their salaries week to week or, or whatever the payment period is, usually weekly at the bottom. Uh, and they tend to spend a lot of that because they're not bank. They go to check cashing agencies or worse, they go to, um, you know, maybe payday lenders because they've started down that way. How do we make banking kinder, friendlier and much more useful to people of color who often are at the bottom? Well, you, you, you work at it from, from two sides. One, we, we have to understand technology does not solve all social ills. These are two different types of challenges that we're, that we're talking about. We're talking about technology and the opportunities it, create, it creates in, in the financial services sector. But parallel to that, we also have to talk about our society and the things in our society that create large differences in income. There, in, in our view, there are two principal things that we have to work on. One is racism, it's just plain and simple, because what racism does is it, it provides opportunity to some and not others. That's this whole concept of systemic racism. Much broader, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. Um, I just wanted to say, I, I like what you said uh, uh, about uh, uh, reaching out technologically that I have found, and I found it when I operated a small publishing company in Washington, 
that people who were quite well paid simply were not well integrated into financial systems and made tremendous mistakes. One, one of my favorite uh, people in the company um, was a printer. He was not very literate financially. He was a superb craftsman, a great worker. And he got caught up in the 08. He owned a house in Maryland, which was a great substantial thing, but he got caught up in the refi, 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 got a false sense of money. And in the end, he lost his house. Another was a woman who was nearly, nearly took a mo out a mortgage with uh, one of the finance companies at a huge interest rate. And they said, don't worry about the interest rate because it's tax deductible. I was able to save her from that and direct her to a normal, formal uh, uh, mortgage system. And thank goodness she owns her home to this day. Uh, this literacy thing is very important. Do you have a program to tell people about it, to tell them how to avoid the shocks and where to find uh, the friends? That and much more, with everything from, from artificial intelligence to robotics are built into our system for that exact purpose. One of the things that makes Llewellyn Llewellyn is somewhere along the lines that your family, friends, you became financially literate. And that that's and that and that it's allowed all kinds of opportunities to come to you, people like me, you, Linda, who who have for one reason or another been able to become financially literate. Technology technology evens the playing field. It it allows it allows it you would be absolutely amazed at at the the programs that are available now. And when I'm talking about technology-driven programs, I'm not talking about things where you go read a book. Hey, Luella, go read the book and read a book and learn about mortgages. I'm talking about inner infotainment. I'm talking about, I'm talking about ways to present information that allows you to understand what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong. You see, when you think about banking, see, banks never played this, they, they never had the technology to play this role before. 99% don't have now, but there's technology that will take you through a series of exercises to allow you to understand what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong, constantly present you with information so that you can change decisions. Something like uh, refinancing the house. We, that's something that, uh, uh, that Americans, we think about ourselves as doing it a lot, but it, it's something that you could theoretically do every year, every time interest rates change. It's, and that's the world that we're going to. We're going to a world where technology will be able to look at you, understand you, allow you to want to, to enter the system more easily, which is a big deal. Like right now, one of the things you're talking about is access to the banking system. We, institutions like ours have products that allow for access to, to, to the banking systems, things that give you a second chance, things that allow you to rebuild credit, things that use alternative credit scoring systems. That, that's, the, that's where technology comes in and plays, plays such an important role to deal with the very challenge that you're talking about. One, getting more people in the system and then having the system to do more to educate people so that they can make better financial decisions. I think that's one of the things that you're gonna see over, over the next few years as like, wow, you're gonna see certainly 
Americans and other countries that have the access to the technology, people will become more wealthy because they're going to have better access to information to make decisions. And that technology should be rooted in the financial system. And it's now starting to enter at institutions like ours that have fully implemented artificial intelligence systems. We have the capability to serve millions of people. That's, that, that's never existed before. There, think about there's so few, if any, Black-owned businesses that can serve millions of people. One United Bank can do that. And, and that's, that's what you're starting to see. And so I think it's important to tie what this discussion we're having into the overall broader social movement, okay? Technology allowed Black Americans and its allies to become organized and through tools like social media are causing social change. That's the movement towards perfecting our democracy that, that you see going on. Here again, it's not a Black thing, okay? It's an American thing. When you saw the protest movement, you didn't just, it was as many of all of us, it was Lou Ellen and Linda and Kevin all out saying, no, we want an America where all men and women are created equal with the opportunity for liberty and justice for all. And that those dreams, that those concepts that are so important to our society and underlie things like economic parity coupled with the changes in technology and the ability, the ability to share information more effectively, it's going to make us all wealthy. What about the human dimension? What's the relationship between the human and the technology? You know, one of the things that anybody dealing with banks has is uh, some misunderstanding of their motives. Uh, and in recent years, there's been a huge increase in fees as well as interest in increase in interest rates. Um, and you used to be able to go and talk to your banker. Uh, I mean, you used to be able to sit usually in a little paneled office, very nice, and uh, uh, explain that the problem was you didn't have enough money. Uh, and he would explain that the problem is that he was not able to help you in your predicament, uh, but it was a civil exchange, and often actually he did, or suggested a route, a course, a course of action that might ameliorate your problem. Um, you know, in Washington, where I lived for decades, when I worked in the newspapers, and I worked amazingly on all three of the big ones, there used to be the Washington Star, the Daily News, and the Washington Post. One of the things that made the newspaper go around was the loan shark. It was not the creature that you see in the movies who breaks legs. He was somebody who lent a little money to people who needed a little money because he knew them and he made a little profit on it. And it was an awful lot easier for almost these entire staffs in need of a little money to work with the loan shark, which is a really hard way to describe these social activists, as I thought of them in the newspaper. Everyone all over the country seemed to have one. Uh, but somehow when you got to deal with an institution with forms, it's all a lot harder, a lot more threatening, and somehow it seems to the user hostile. It, it, it's a, I'm glad you 
ask that question because see that 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 world that 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 you're talking about that the, what that you described as being humanized where you would go into the room and you described it so well uh that uh, uh, you go in the room with the banker and then he lays out your options for you. you've been there have you Kevin? been there in the early you know, days you've been there. overstanding <laughs> and, and and what i want to tell you about that world is is that world was ripping you off and the reason that world was ripping you off is because it was giving you limited access to information and so what technology does is as opposed to going into the room and talking to one person you could get rates from banks all over the country and 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 so what it does is see banking historically as 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 we grew up in banking the traditional community bank was based on customers having limited information and on relationships be, relationships being par, paramount so you could go into you know the your, your you know the, the neighborhood bank in Washington DC where you live that guy would give you the information but is he telling Lou Ellen that that all the different options there there could be a bank in Hawaii who wants to do a variable rate mortgage for a guy like Lou Ellen for a point 150 base points through what you're talking about so what 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 with so many things in society and here again and I'm the, always the first one to say technology has positive and its negatives but when you limit your decision making Okay, like here again, the, the loan shark is another classic example. These are, you, you, you done such a good job posing exactly the right question. See, what you're talking about is, in that case, you're talking about somebody who's available to do short-term lending to people who don't have, it, it, who don't have the immediate assets available to do short-term lending. For example, One United Bank, and I'm just using One United Bank, we're not the only bank that does it, but banks that are sophisticated technologically, we have products where we can we can look at what Linda's been doing, that what's been going on in her account since the inception of it, and know what the and know, hey, can we give seven hundred dollars to Linda for for three months, and then be able to do it instantaneously, be able to do it twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, so they and be able to do it for a fraction, a tenth of the price that a loan shark could do it. Loan sharks are being replaced by technology. The banker well, um, in the office. First of all, first all, by and large, today's standard bank rates, which on credit cards run up to 27%, is way more than any uh, local lender ever dared charge. Um, uh, and that's just gone away. It has been replaced by the payday lender, which is even more expensive. Uh, for a while, I had to send money to my brother in Africa, and I was frequently at the payday lender seeing these poor people, poor people, trying to get $300 till Saturday, and but these huge charges on them. I'm not sure if that's good or bad. It was a means of credit when they needed credit. On the other hand, the cost of that credit is very, very high, and it's all right until the individual goes into default. Then it becomes uh, a nightmare. And I wonder what you think about payday lending and its impact on the African-American community where it's used a lot. I think it's an inefficient system. I think it's, it's, it's a system that needs technology to help people to make better decisions. 
And so inefficient systems, when I say a system is inefficient, that's where a person, for whatever reason, has lack of access to information, whether that's the person making the loan or whether that's the person receiving the loan. The payday lender has no understanding of, of basic things like the cash flow of the customers. What takes something like if, if you have if you are banking somebody, you have you know all the transactions that are going on in that customer's life. You know when they're getting paid, you know when the money's when when, when the money's going out the door. You, have, you understand the basic flow of their money. And so that so you could be in a situation where somebody, for instance, could have made some mistakes from a credit standpoint at an earlier point in their life, but their cash flows at this point would justify them receiving, you being able to make them a short-term loan. This area of payday lending, which is short-term loans, is being completely changed by technology. That business is going to disappear. And so we're going to be able, somebody in need of some immediate financing or something more substantial will be able, hopefully, to go to a kiosk or go on a phone, not a computer, on a phone, speak, uh, because we have such amazing voice recognition, and feel much better about it. Forms are uh, very off-putting to people. Uh, so you think there will be a very yes, no, uh, try this from a, from a, a, a computer for everyone. Uh, no embarrassment uh, and a lot of help. Yes, I think Luella, you one United Bank. I think within within the the next three to six months, you'll be able to say, "Hey, this is Luella. Uh, I need to borrow seven hundred dollars." Without well, I need to much person, more than that, well, I'm just, Kevin. I need much <laughs> more than that. <laughs> well, we we were we're we're talking about people who when we talk about payday loans. You're usually talking about relatively small amounts. You, you know, Kevin, I really understand financial literacy. I learned it early. I went into the newspaper game. It means you don't have any money, but you can have fun. Uh, try to trade them all. Well, uh, keep, keep going. Linda, do you have a question or a comment maybe? Yeah, I'm curious, uh, Kevin, about the immigrant community from Africa and whether or not they are more up to speed on these on the technology because this technology is used already a lot in Africa. Uh, so I thought maybe you could address that. I think that's a great point, by the way, Linda. The the way that technology has been simplified for use by the masses in Africa is quite impressive. And, and in Europe, I mean, places like London are much more advanced in terms of what we call debit cards, what we talk, call a cashless society. See, I, I, here again, we live in a world where this phone, this is your bank, okay? What we thought about as a bank, what we thought was important is now gonna be in your phone. So you will be able to sit here on your phone and do everything for borrow money short term, like we were just talking about 24 hours a day, seven days a week to, to refinance your home mortgage to knowing what to what the last three transactions were that happened into your happened in your account today to knowing where you're actually making inefficient financial decisions for it here again you guys may remember uh, this cartoon it was called the Jetsons 
Uh, oh, uh, yeah. You remember the meet George Jetson? And then George would come and Jane, his wife, all of that sort of thing. Okay, we're there. Okay, we are the Jetsons. And so what I'm saying to you is you have to imagine the, the world that we've been talking about. We've been talking about a change in society. We've been talking about a, a change that's taking place in the industry. The, the, the movement toward a cashless society was dramatically accelerated by the pandemic as people realized, hey, I'm not going to be sitting here taking a bunch of pieces of dirty paper from somebody. I mean, think of think about this from a small business standpoint. Linda operates a smoothie stand somewhere. Now, so okay, Linda's Linda's got to go to the at the end of the day, she's got to count all the money. She's got to take it over to the bank. She's got to make sure that her employees didn't steal the money. She's got to make sure she's got enough fives and tens to make change. She's gonna spend two hours a day running back and forth to the bank every day. If she doesn't use cash, she doesn't have to do any of that. I bring you back, if I may, it may seem a little rude, but what about the 40 million people that the government says do not have a credit card of any kind who are out there in a totally cash economy and are being squeezed by this move towards a plastic economy? I think financial institutions have an incredibly important role to play, play in helping us to deal with social challenges. These are the things that have led to economic inequality over time that need to be, that continue to need to be addressed without regard to what technology is doing in terms of opportunity for broader society. So we have much work to do, which we, we just now in earnest started this process of dealing with systemic racism and its effect on access to opportunity for people. That's what you saw happening in our society. That's what the, the, the people in the streets were all about. Once again, they weren't, it wasn't about a black thing. It was about Americans saying racism as a core value is unacceptable. We as Americans are anti-racist. Now, anti-racist, that whole movement has to be led by the corporations. That who, that's who has the money and the jobs. And by the way, they're starting to do it. You, they, it's actually starting to happen. You actually see concrete, tangible evidence all of uh, all the time of corporate America moving towards making anti-racism a core value. So that creates access to opportunity. So that's one big part of it. Then the second part of it is, is as Lou Ellen, as you correctly point out many times, financial literacy is key in particularly for underserved communities, however you want to put it, that, that knowledge, knowledge, okay, money is in so many ways knowledge. I tell people all the time, you can take all my money, you can take all of it, and you can come back in 12 months and I have it again because of knowledge. And so the, the so knowledge, knowledge, and, and here again, we focus on Black American communities, and for us, but making financial literacy a core value of Black America is one of the most important things we do. You're obviously a very gifted man and doing a huge job for your community, and we're proud of you. Thank you for coming on the broadcast, and I hope you'll come back and talk about banking and also just the social impediments to people availing themselves of what is available to them. Kevin Cohey, thank you so much for explaining the mysteries of banking to us.
And I, for one, will look at this with new respect going forward. Cheers. White House Chronicle is available as a podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen. We are there.